Hey guys, WFA and the Kid here. Tonight, I will be doing a podcast on the New York Jets. Another miserable Sunday in the books for the New York Jets fans. 24-9 was the score they lost by to the Ravens. And I can't say I'm surprised, but I am upset. No, I did not think that the Jets were going to beat the Ravens. No, I'm not saying this game determines the entire outcome of our season, but it's not a good omen, okay? We did not play well, but let's start at the first half, where we actually did play all right for the most part. Our defense was a bright spot in the first half. We put pressure on Lamar Jackson. We were not making it easy for him to throw. He was held to under 100 passing yards in the first half, and more notably, he only ran, I believe, one time in that first half which is huge to stop a running quarterback like Lamar Jackson. That throws him off his whole game, if you can prevent him from running, even trying to run, honestly. The only blemish really was, well, two, the interception from Joe Flacco, which the Jets did a stand in the red zone to hold the Ravens to a field goal and recovered pretty nicely from that. And then, of course, the touchdown to Devin Duvernay, who had two on the afternoon. I mean, not... A whole lot I can be mad about in that first half. It was a solid half, giving up 10 points. Zerline did obviously miss one of his two field goals. Would have helped a little bit. Not too much in the grand scheme of the match, but you expect those 45-yarders to be automatic for a kicker like Zerline, a bet like him. Raises questions. Should we have kept Eddie Pinheiro? Should we have not? In my mind, I would have also picked Zerline. He is the vet. Hopefully he... Uh, just doesn't do that again. No, that's not what you want to see from your kicker. Did make one field goal, though, and made it a touchdown deficit at halftime for the Jets. There was still hope. And first drive that the Ravens had, um, I'm not, I don't believe it was a three and a half, but the Jets got the football back. Still plenty of time for the Jets to mount a comeback, to do something with Joe Flacco. I feel like we were waiting and waiting for Joe Flacco to do something, anything, You can't put it all on him, but really there was no offensive magic from the Jets. No offensive magic, which you did not think was going to be the case with a bunch of offensive weapons that they added. Garrett Wilson, Uzoma, and Conklin. Speaking of Uzoma and Conklin, Conklin did not have a great game. He did have the touchdown, didn't do a lot else. Uzoma did not even manage to get a target. Not one target. I don't understand what the point of getting these weapons are if you're not going to use them. So, got to figure that out. Got to figure out how to use them against Cleveland next weekend because that that's really unacceptable. Some people did have a nice game. Berrios was all right. Corey Davis, I believe, yet led us in receiving. Elijah Moore had a couple nice catches as well, but there was just not enough. Not enough from the Jets. The defense was not also, also not pretty in the second half. Definitely took a step down. There was a wide, wide open play to Rashad Bateman. Beautiful pass from Lamar Jackson and beautiful catch, but there was no Jets defenders in sight. And that's kind of when you felt like the game was out of hand for the Jets. Even at the beginning of the fourth quarter, the Jets had a drive. They were in Baltimore territory. They get the first down. They fumble. They fumble. That really took away any hopes of a Jet comeback. 
they turned the ball over on fourth down, like in the red zone later in that fourth quarter. It was a lot of little things from the Jets, little mistakes that mounted to a larger lead. One of the drives I forgot to mention, uh, our punter, Redman, got a lot of work in yesterday. One of them absolutely shanked. It was like a 20, 30-yard punt. It gave the Ravens starting field possession at the Jets 40, maybe, 45. And that's something that you can't have if you're the punter. So, a lot of little things. Problems that we know we have seen from the Jets in these past decades. It has not been a fun decade for Jets fans. Absolutely not. We have the longest active playoff drought in the NFL. And another thing I want to allude to here before I end this podcast is Robert Sala. You are in your second year as Jets head coach. You, we already had the fiasco of you saying, oh, Zach could possibly start in week one. Then magically, several days later, he's out until at least week four. I'm not sure. Maybe the football gods uh, just <laughs> disclose this to Robert Sala in these few days that Zach Wilson's not going to play. I, I don't understand what could have happened or why he would have done that, trying to give us false hope. And today, he said something else. He said he's going to prove all the doubters wrong. He said he's taking your names. All the doubters, you're going to be proven wrong. Prove it. The way to prove that is to get wins, to play good football. The opposite of what we saw yesterday at MetLife. Robert, we have had other coaches who have made promises. Adam Gase, gone. Todd Bowles, gone. What makes you different? If you think that this is an easy job, if you are taking this lightly at all, you need to wake up. This is a franchise that has struggled mightily. We have a lot of holes that need to be filled. And when you make promises, when you make promises, especially to a team as hurt, like the Jets, emotionally hurt is what I mean, our fan base, you got to keep them. If you don't, we'll find another guy. That other guy may do it for us. He may not. But you have to take your job seriously, Robert. I want to believe you. I want to have hope in you. But you need to prove it to us. You need to prove it to the fans. Because it is absolutely ridiculous that C.J. Uzoma, who is an amazing tight end, he was with Joe Burrow last year, helped make him to the Super Bowl, helped get him there. To not even have a target is wild. Is wild. And Conklin, another great guy. For him to be held to under 20 receiving yards is also baffling. I'm not saying the Ravens are an easy team. I'm not saying that was a must-win game, Robert. But things need to start changing. And if you can't do it, we'll find someone who can. Next matchup for the Jets is against Cleveland. In Cleveland, Cleveland had a pretty good game in Carolina. They came back, won it on a 60-yard field goal. It was their first win on opening day in a while for that franchise. They're coming off feeling good. They don't have Baker anymore. Um, not the strongest defense. Maybe we could have a little bit better offense. It's probably going to be Joe Flacco again, unless we decide to play Mike White. Almost definitely going to be Joe. So hopefully he's learned from 
to start against the Ravens. And we're playing a bunch of AFC North teams, all four of them in a row. Better study up on that division. We'll see if the Jets can get it done in Cleveland. I mean, I do think it'll go better than this Ravens game, but I'm, I'm not confident that it's going to happen. But we shall see. Um, thank you for listening. This has been WFA on the Gate.